0: this man has been sensational for us and he has got a cox plate runner i speak of dean evans from winning edge investments and winning edge investments you're going to start betting like a professional chances are you're about to lose dino welcome back to giddy up mate how are you feeling on cox plate eve when you have a runner in king colorado
1: yeah it's uh it's a bit crazy it's um it's just not something you expect when you get when you get involved on the horse you can dream about it all you want but um yeah, to have, to have a runner in, in, in such a world-renowned race, is just, uh, yeah, it's hard to believe. And um, yeah, just a huge mixture of nervousness and excitement, and I uh, can't wait for tomorrow. Is he the forgotten
0: horse in a way? Everybody's talking about his stablemate Gold Trip, the Hong Kong Star Romantic Warrior. There's been great debate on whether horses like Brightside and Fangirl can get a strong 2,000 metres. His alligator blood, is this, is, is this his year, or militarised, like he's a three-time Group 1 winner and didn't have any luck in a Caulfield Guineas off a, a slow tempo, but your horse was unlucky in a Winks. You could forget about his run in a Golden Rose. And I thought he was mighty in a Caulfield Guineas. And there's there's strong debate and argument that his run was as good as, say, a militarised, but no one wants to talk about your horse. So you, do you feel disrespected here, Dino? <laughs>
1: it's a, yeah, it is interesting. I think everything you say is right. And you know, I think... um. I think if he'd got a gap in the wink stakes, he would have been right in the finish and people would have been really impressed with it, but he just got sort of chopped out at the wrong time. I think Golden Rose, because of his favourite, you know, he was sort of disappointing on face value, but I just, I think they kept him very fresh for that race because they thought 1,400 was too short. Uh, it was a stop-start race. The track was really hard. So, you know, he's only beaten a couple of lengths and, um, and people forget there's plenty of sort of cock-plate three-year-old winners and, and place that that were beaten a few lengths in the Golden Rose and a few lengths in the, the Caulfield and. And yeah, I just think um, uh, Corpio getting was kind of D-Day for us to know if he was really going all right. And um, I don't think there's many horses that that could have sat out three wide, no cover in that race and and run as well as he did. He was still the line late in fourth, you know, beat home, militarized. You go through the, the, um, you know, the the day and, and there weren't many horses that got caught up wide that were able to do anything, particularly without cover. So, you know, he didn't drop off at all. He stuck on well. Uh, kieran Karen seems very really confident that two thousand metres is what he's looking for. Um he's finally sort of rock hard fit and ready to go. And, and and yeah, I guess the price discrepancy between him and Militarise uh is larger than I would have expected because I think, you know, militarized have been stuck out three wide no cover where he was. but I don't know whether it would have been able to run all that much better.
0: Romantic Warriors three hundred eighty, touched four dollars yesterday, now back into three eighty for the Cox plate. Zaki at nineteen dollars. Brightside's been the f- Big firmer since the barrier draw. He was double figures, now into $7. Alligator Blood remained solid at $5.50. Gold Trips solid at $8. My Oberon 61, even Pinstripe, he was 100 to 1. Now into $71 after the barrier draw. surprising being, surprisingly, surprisingly for me, she's still solid around that $8.50 quote. Joaz at $26.00. Victoria Road's done the opposite to Mr. Brightside. He was single figures, even touched as low as $6 with Bet365 out to $12. Militarise at $8 and then King Colorado at $26. Who are you tipping, Dino, in this year's Cox Plate?
1: Yeah, it's interesting. You know, I like, I like to do the, the previews of, of, of the races and look at the, the history. And I looked over the last 12 years and some really interesting things that I think people probably haven't noticed. Uh, in the last 12 years, Mare's have won six of the races. We've always had weeks before them, but Mare's have won six of the last 12 or three-year-old Colts won one of them, and four four-year-old entires, which is a mixture of four-year-olds like Animo, but then a couple of those Northern Hemisphere three-year-olds like uh, Adelaide and State of West, and a five-year-old N-tire. So So you know, from 59 starters, we haven't had a gelding win in, in 12 years, uh, and there's sort of six gelding in the market in, in the race. Um, and the other interesting thing is, is the horses with the top weight for the 59 kgs have had 79 starters for one winner. Um, so 11 of the winners in the last 12 years from only 65 starters have been potentially a group of mares, colts, and, um, and young empires. Um, and so, you know, when you when you sort of look at how how this race has been shaping up year on year, um, you know, taking short odds about horses like Romantic Warrior and, and Mr. Brightside, Alligator Blood, Gold Trip. Um, you know, mathematically, uh, they're going to find a lot tougher to win than, than some of the good horses. So I'm, I'm, I'm really leaning towards some of these horses down, down the bottom. Um, Victoria Road, Northern Hemisphere 3-odd, Colt Trade Bay and O'Brien. They just have that similar profile to both Adelaide and State of Rest. Who both won Cox Plate. Uh, as Northern, Northern Hemisphere 3 odds, for the O'Brien family. won the bleed juvenile over 17, 60 metres at Kingland. on a two-year-old, round third at Ireland, a group two level, only beaten 1.5 length last start. Um, you know, there's some pretty pretty good male horses working well and they're happy with him. Blake Shin is uh, probably riding you know, as well as anyone in Melbourne at the moment. Uh, and I think Victoria Lodge really, you know, right up to the race, up to his eyeballs, I think. Just with and that girl, then, just
0: with that, Dean, sorry to interrupt, can you explain the drift yeah. then for us?
1: Uh, it might just be that there was so much money for him. Um, you know, he, he, he you know, the book he's over at sometimes. And he was, um, you know, I, I actually advise members to back him at, at 26 to one, um, you know, quite a few weeks ago when it was confirmed he was coming. Um, and, you know, since then, he sort of turned really heavily into the seven or eight dollars. And I, I think, you know, there's always sort of this, this push for some of the Aussie horses. There's, there's money for alligator blood, which makes sense. Uh, you know, people are backing gold trips. Well, now he's obviously come to a lot of support now that he worked well, so I think the market's just sort of shifting itself into shape, people like the three-year-old militarised, uh, I think something had to drift and, and so, you know, I think he probably just, he just came in so much that, that people who wanted to back him have, have probably backed him, um, and now they're starting to back some other things. Um, so, you know, I, I, I think that's the only explanation I can give for it. Um, I think Sand is absolutely flying, you know, it's coming off a a 28 length demolition job winning a you know, $5 million race at King Charles State. Um, she was so heavily backed. Um, you know, she, she's, she's obviously done most of her racing over a mile, but she won a group one over 18, 50 metres as a three-year-old. Mate, uh, and it was a bit hinge, but then it's sort of five links back to the rest of the field. Uh, she's got Zach on the aboard. She's always given the impression that she'd be a 2,000-metre horse. And, and I think the thing with Fangirl, and you know, I look at some of the, the previous mayor winners like uh, Dane Ripper, and Pinker Pinker, you know, they were they were 1,400-meter-mile horses as well. Um, and I'd say Fangirl, if anything, is more like a 2,000-meter horse than either of those were, and they were still able to win a Cox plate. So um, so I think some people are sort of overestimating that concern of the 2,000 meters. I think this, this girl's flying. She's racing as good as she ever was. Um, and, you know, she when she was running second, she was running second for Um So I think she's right up into this. And then, uh, you know, I do think the three-year-olds, three-year-olds have such a good record in this race and um, you know, Militarise has won three Group 1s already. He has, you know, everyone's seen that sort of Corkville game run, which is similar to what So You Think did, a bit similar to what Seamus Award did. So you know, he's right in the way, he's luckily enough to have drawn well. Uh, and, and King Colorado is, is a Group 1 winner as well, and, and you know, 3-wide, no cover in the Guinness, I think. I think it's just one of those things, if he'd, if he'd managed to slot in, he just had no luck, if he'd managed to slot in, I think he probably runs a good, strong second. He probably hits the line really well, and everyone would have been talking about him, and he probably would have been, you know, $12 in this race. Yeah. Mm. Um so I, you know, I'm leaning right down to the to the bottom, but I, I think somewhere between Victoria Road, Fangirl and the three year olds, I think the winner's gonna come from one of them. So Mickey Gaddon, he's a terrific
0: judge, he's got a great record with us here on our weekend preview and throughout the week on bag of tips. He'll give you twenty nine dollars for Fangirl. And he loves his Sydney form can you especially. Me? Yeah. So I don't you know. Give me the we... number? Yeah, I know. We'll <laughs> we'll see if we can get him. I'm happy to I'm happy to sort something out. Yes, we'll see if he'll give you twenty nine dollars. <laughs> Uh, the yeah, question, nice. the question mark that I've got, a, I've got a couple of questions for you. So Fangirl's going to go back from the draw. She will probably need a gem from Perton, won't she?
1: Well, she's got the she's got the best rider in the race, so I'm yep. going to give her a gem. Uh, it's going to be him. Yeah, I, uh, I just see her as the horse that's just going to sit and wait and wait. And they um they they go so hard early in the Cox Plate. You know, they 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 sometimes walk early, but you know alligator blood and zaki up there they're not going to muck around alligator blood won the mighty power by running into the ground and Zaki's always been better running horses into the ground as well so they're yeah. going to go hard i presume you're going to have militarizing king colorado with their light weights right behind them um and with those light weights they're just going to truck up into it um but then you're going to have other horses that are just going to be off the bed i think and struggle i think mr brightside will struggle over 2000 um and i think he'll be going backwards and then you have the license of a sort of gold trip um, you know Victoria Road coming into it, um, and I just think Fangirl is the one. That, you know I can see Zac is just going to sit. He's just going to wait and wait because she's the question mark over two thousand, if there's one horse who's going to be hitting the line hardest than any of them, I think it's going to be Fangirl, uh, and it'll just be a question of whether she gets there in time. But but I think Zac's just going to wait and pounce. Um, and like I said, I, you know I can understand why why people might have a question mark over two thousand with her, but when I go back and look at mayors like Dane Ripley and Pinker Pinker, they will, you know, this race can actually suit those horses.
0: Yeah, and that, that stat, six of the last 12 years, I don't know Wings plays a major part there, but it just proves what a farcical it is that mayors still get a weight allowance in these type of races.
1: <laughs> yeah. so you know, I just think the weight allowance is, is, is helping the, the mares, it's helping the the, the young empires um, and, and the three-year-olds to a point where Um, you know, the history is showing us that it's very, very difficult for those those older girls to to win this race.
0: Just just the last one on this race. I'm really keen on Romantic Warrior. Your ratings and what you look at, Dino, my opinion is if he turns up into the the form that we know he can, like close to his best, say 95% of his best, he wins this year's Cox Plate because he's simply faster than his opposition. Is that a fair comment or do you think that – the Hong Kong form can be a little bit overrated in a way compared to our form here.
1: Yeah, it's, it's interesting that, that that Hong Kong form is not always all that strong. Um, there's often a question mark about it. And then but then you try to tie some lines, like Jibayana came over here, thrashed our horses, thrashed animo, and then went over there and, and sort of you know, romantic worry tailed them up, but whether whether Honor was, was past it by that point in time, whether that was a run too far. Him, you know, it, it's sort of pretty really difficult to line up. Um, I know James McDonnell is a huge opinion of Ronan but so you just have to respect the fact that, mm. that he, he talks about him so glowingly, um, and I think probably thinks he's better than Annamar. Um You know, he obviously wasn't, but it's just a it's a it's a lot of um, it's a lot to to make up the the, the gap between him. In the Turnbull now, and know it's three weeks, but you know he beaten to the four-length race. Keen, he probably won't race his keen this time for help and I think he'll be he'll be running yeah. back. Uh, so I think we'll see him hitting the line well. Um, it's just you know a Cox Plate still a Cox Plate, and you know I think the train is too only to be 95% fit. He's sort of been a half a run short, I'd say, uh, since we he got here, um, and that's going to be the question mark. And I think taking four dollars about all of those question marks is too skinny for me. Um, particularly with the record of the older horses. But, you know, I'm faced over what you're saying is right. You know, he's, he's a better horse than Alligator Blood and Mr. Brightside Gold Trip, and yep, he'll tell him up. But, um, um, you know, I've got him 6 Rate. It's not like I, I don't think he can win. I think he's the best of those older sort of horses up on the weights. But I just I just think the historical factors have got me wanting to, to find the winner from, from down the bottom.
0: Yeah, it's a great race because there's so many different opinions. Some say Romantic Warriors is, is a good thing. Others say that he's a false favourite. Some say fangirls streaming to get a strong 2,000 metres. Great judges like yourself think she's a wonderful chance. Some say Mr Brightside will definitely get 2,000. What they saw after he's King Charles that he's looking for 2,000, gets a low gain and he's a better chance than he was last year from a wide gate. Some say Alligator Blood can't get 2,000. Some say that he's never been in better form. Some say Gold Trip had too tough of a run and can't win it. They should have saved him for the Cox Plate. Um, but... Others say that there's going to be tempo on and he's going to be the, the toughest horse on the way home. So, And Victoria Road's got that X factor. So it's got all of the ingredients. And then you've got your three-year-olds to be one of the great Cox plates. It's definitely one of the most fascinating races in this great race that I've seen for quite some time. So bring it on. That's why we we love this game, Dino, because there are so many different and passionate opinions on this year's W.S. Cox plate. The Madocato... Well, there's only one bloke I know that says that she wasn't real value at a dollar fifty around that quote with Imperatries for a Manicardo stakes, and that was our great mate Miles fitster on this show. But like she's into a dollar thirty five. Now that's too short, but I thought she was value around that dollar fifty quote there, Dino. I can't see her getting beat. What about you?
1: I think if she runs the house, she's been racing, you know, and she probably doesn't get beat. She's the best winning mare in Australia. Um, six wins in a, in a close second from the past seven starts, mostly in the Group 1 level, way too good for them in the Q and the, and the Moira. Um She's certainly set to repeat here. She's, she's done uh, nothing wrong. She looked really good when she was working under Mickey D uh, earlier this week. Um, you know, I I don't know anyone who wins back in these things dollar $1.50 has no short odds. It's not what I've done. Um, throughout my funding career and, and I'm not about to start now, so uh, you know, I don't back her. I'll I'll see how she parades if I feel like there's a chink in the armour. Um, I, I might bet small on sort of like the Buenos Noches and Uncommon James, but but with with the total knowledge that of Imperatriz runs to the ratings and to her best and she wins again here and yeah. um, you know, it's not like she's over the top, she's stirred up. Um she's going quite well. And you know, I do I do think Uncommon James is a really good horse. She just pulled uh pulled its head off too much last start with the blinkers, so he'll improve but it's not just been going well. Uh gets a good rider change here. And, you know, I think uh coming up in Everest too, I think it's really underestimated how many horses really done up an Everest and yeah. can go really well their next start. So I think I and me was sort of the benefit of um had the benefit of a uh, track pass last start. Um so unless there's a really strong leading track pass again at Henry Valley. Um, you know, I'd probably be steering away from her but, but that can happen as well. But for me, it's, it's probably going to just be a watch race unless I, yep. you know, see a pair of trees in the yard and there's something I don't like.
0: And this is why, this is another great learning curve for this great game when you listen to professionals like Dean Evans and then you listen to some other professionals now. At, and for us punters who are just recreational punters who enjoy a bet during the week but only small and you do it for entertainment, is that you do it because you do it for fun, of course, but you do it whatever suits you now there's different philosophies with different ways people people like to gamble some like to do multi some like to do exotics they can find value there others like to do win um, others like to do place others like to bet in certain jurisdictions and some would say that a dollar fifty is a great bet for Imperatrix because they say well I love I love backing value and if I've rated her a dollar thirty and I'm getting a dollar fifty well it's time for me to punt so there's all types of different, philosophies when it comes to this great game and uh, i I find it interesting and if you think she's a dollar 50 chance and um if you think she's a dollar 30 chance and you're getting a dollar 50 well then you put into your multis but it's it's such a it's such an interesting discussion point around imperatories heading into a manicardo and let's have a, a look at the group one the final group one of the um sydney carnival with the spring champion stakes we've got raff attack at seven dollars tom kitten could this be his day there's some say that he'll just win the others others say that there's a question mark over him getting a strong trip here in this year's spring champion stakes but he's at two dollars thirty port lockroy at ten dollars and then we go down to tutta vita the philly there we bet three six five at six dollars dino how do you read this race
1: well, you know, we, we we talked about Tom Kitten quite a few weeks, I think, when I first, uh, you know, was, was yes. speaking with you on the show, you know, and we, we talked about how well the horse had been trialling and he was flying and uh, we had a chat about, um, you know, his futures price and I think I, I sent something out to, to my members and said, you know, take that $12, $13 and, and that's, it's looking all right now, but, um, you know, the horse is absolutely flying. There's no doubt about that. I think uh, I just, there's, there's nothing that, that i dislike more than a horse drawn barrier one uh that's a back marker it is the most most difficult um place to win and i'll give you the example i mean there's a million examples of you know and the statistics that i've studied show that undoubtedly but you look at the one of winks's you know most difficult wins i think was in the Turnbull when she was sort of back on the fence and she only just won and it's just very 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 difficult to do for any horse um and pumpkin goes from you know, Nash, who's, I think, probably been the best rider in Australia for quite a while in the form that he's in. Um, and obviously his suspension. Um, and he gets replaced, and, and, and that's hard. And I just I just think uh, um, there's a real slow speed here. Um, you know, my database is saying that they're not going to go over as really quick. Um, and so, uh, you know, I think that's a challenge for Tom Kitten. I think he's the, he's the best horse. He's absolutely flying, he's, he's, you know, hit the line really well. And both the dollars of fire are gloaming and is going really well but um that's going to be his challenge i think they've you know, got tootle levita there who um you know uh, really hit the line well in the flight stakes um uh, she gives the impression by the old that 2000 is really going to suit her uh you know chris waller and jason collett there i think too is a really good chance and, um i thought roughly down the bottom there with chris waller with madatsu uh still in the Melbourne Cup nomination. Yes. Um, uh, you know, ran ran a place thing at, at, at Otaki in New Zealand and a the listed race, only beaten ahead. Uh, won really well at Kembla. Uh, he ran the fourth quickest last uh, 600 of the day, plus 10.8 uh, of the last 600. So he's, he's the horse that really stayed. Well, but also, like the Western, there's been a bit of rain here in the last couple of days. So um, I think that juice out of the track really going okay. to suit me and make it a real sort of tougher stay in the fair. You can sort of sit in midfield. I thought it really huge odds. He's probably the one that um, that might surprise them all. But um, uh, you know, Tom Kitten, I'm cheering for him. We've got yep. the futures so. overs, but uh, given we've got those good prices, I'm probably going to look at back and you know two deliveries the that too, and 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 have a few running for us at good odds.
0: Yeah, I agree with you there. I think Tom Kitten. When we've been talking up his chances in this race for over a month now, but um, you might be on the opposite. Train to, say, Mickey Gaddam with Fangirl, but he's Ken on Medatsu as well. He's been tipping that horse strong all week, including yesterday's weekend preview. So $26 deal with Bet365. Hey, Dino, thanks for your time. Love your input as always, and the best of luck in tomorrow's Cox Plate.
1: Thanks, Gareth. Really appreciate it. And, uh, uh, yeah, hopefully we we can have some luck.
0: Yep. Go and get them, mate. Thanks for that. There's Dean Evans, winningedgeinvestments.com tips and ratings from professional punters throughout the spring racing carnival. Chances are you're about to lose. And the best ever winner, and I keep on saying this each and every Friday, um, the best ever winner that you could back this weekend, head to winning edge investments, go to their membership page, you type in SEN and you get a lifetime 50% off a membership. So that's a 50% lifetime discount on um, a membership there at winning edge investments. Now, That is backing a winner this weekend.